0: Signs of the Time. The fear factor is a term loosely thrown around these days, and how it affects all people of lesser faith when used socially, politically, and spiritually, its objective is all the same. Dr. Adi Jola, an internationally known and acclaimed evangelist intercessor, is presented here today to calm your fears and strengthen your powers of discernment so that our eyes can be opened just a little bit wider on into our next paradigm encounter. I now give you Dr. Adijola. Today, I pray for the listeners of this episode. It is such a divine episode. Very, or should I say, most relevant to the servants of God today. So much is happening around this world. So much that people are becoming overwhelmed with the wrong things. So I have a message for you today. And this message says to you that God through all of what you may be going through right now, is aware of every single thing, especially the signs of the times that are everywhere. And we know that we know that we know that this God of ours is such a loving God that he warns us. He prepares us and we have not been very attentive people. But guess what? God is such a great God. Let's talk about him today. Throughout the periods of time, characterized in the book of Revelation, those two chapters that we were going on, the last two episodes, where we spoke of those candlesticks and their being representative of periods of time throughout the ages. Now, the people that we see from that beginning, I believe they could fall easily into two simple groups, subgroups, yes, but right now I'll just deal with two. Two basic groups. One is the group that loves God and has faith in one God, who is our creator. And the second group, I would refer to that group, but not in this episode. I say that group consists of those persons who were pretty much and are even more so today, idolatrous. To the point of exclusion of the concept of there being just one Creator God. So here we deal with the first group. Now that group still exists. That group happens to exist as a growing minority today. is experiencing a fullness and understanding of what are known as spiritual gifts given solely by the Holy Spirit of God and as the foundation of any true power that we have ever found within the church of God. Now there once was such a zeal for God that faith Plus, manifestations that confronted those who were in the presence of those leading out. They knew that the Holy Spirit was there. Comforting. Messiah, Jesus, the Emmanuel, God sent to be with us. He said he would send the Holy Spirit, and he did. Healings. Divine wonders prevailed during those early times. People were excited about God. They were on fire for God. Nevertheless, wisdom and obedience to God by many who profess to be ministers today and over time seems to have been watered down dramatically reducing some segments of just about every every congregation to unbelief even. They come just to come to the club meeting on whichever day they may choose to worship. But God blessed one particular day, known as the Sabbath day. He said, in it you shall not do any work. Go to Exodus and read your commandments. My focus then, the arch enemy of God, the most treacherous enemy of all time, has seemingly gained such a foothold control within and outside of the church that soul winning today for the Lord's lost children is the most difficult thing. Many who claim to be called to the ministry are not even following the footprints of the master of him who died for us zeal they have but most of that zeal is not accompanied by obedience to god god's commandments have been this minute you know diminished let's put it that way To the point that Christian power that ought to be flourishing now in all who claim to be on God's side, preaching some of everything in the media, especially. Well, we find that people are now relishing the pleasures of this world more than the treasures to be found in a redeeming God this trend has led many to follow a path of spiritual blindness seriously diminished vision into oblivion of that what should be that which should be growing frustrations especially among the young people all over the world it seems as the gospel is preached in all the world for a witness. We're looking at hopelessness, drug abuse, disrespect. We're looking, oh, it is so sad, at so many broken homes, miseducation, intentional miseducation and misrepresentation of what we know should be of God it seems as if we have a dyslexic view you understand dyslexia that mirrored vision that some children have a problem with today you would see the word dog d-o-g but they would see god well we seem to have some form of dyslexia in the church of god today because some have a very doggy view of who god is and they are denying that power of the one true god his word is so trampled upon that the ungodly dares now to taunt even those persons who are remotely trying to be good people. Many have chosen to be spectators because they're afraid of that taunting, that ridicule. But our word of God tells us that these things would come and that there is a way that seems right unto men the Bible says and warns that it ends with death this generation in which we live is so filled with frustration unbelief fear discouragement and ignorance of the signs of the times in which we now live The weight of emotionalism that we observe today is not a surprise because the times in which we live are stating all around us, the return of our God is near. Don't worry about when, just know that it is near. He says, one of those warning signs because iniquity shall abound the love of many many people shall become cold we find this in the book of Matthew 24:12 many leaders are experiencing a serious tendency ignore a common trend amongst people today they fail to discern the treacherous assault of the devil upon those that these pastors these leaders are leading that is not funny at all there are so many times the pastors are even more in trouble Than the parishioners. The people that they pretend to lead. They could be full of zeal. Excited as ever. Happy as ever. Because things are seemingly. Going on. Just fine. But that's when we need to. Really look up. Because. (laughs) The Lord said. Your redemption. Draws nigh. Now. I repeat that zeal, being zealous, is not enough. Powerful preaching is not enough. Not enough for the people. And the pastor should not be satisfied with preaching good sermons that tickle the ear and make people give more. The villain that is present in the church Is not so much the sins of the people but the villain is ignorance oftentimes that ignorance is willful willful ignorance of the signs of the times in which we live is a deadly thing to all of us who believe God the enemy is prevailing and assaulting our families, our government. Good people, listen to what I'm saying today. The enemy is Satan, and he is prevailing and assaulting those who fail to know, to observe the signs of the times. They are every where in the book of second Timothy chapter 3, it says verse one, starting this know also that in the last days perilous times shall come. I say perilous times have come. Why? Verse 2. For men shall become lovers of their own selves. They shall become covetous, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents. That is so rampant today. Children even cursing profanities to their parents. You wonder if the dog is wagging the tail or if the tail is wagging the dog. They have become unthankful, unholy, without natural affection. Truth breakers, they don't keep their word false accusers, incontinent, fierce. They are despisers of those that are good. This was written way before I was born. God knows the beginning and the end. Perilous times include traitors. A traitor betrays you. Heady people. High minded people. Who are lovers of pleasures. More than they are lovers of God. Now I don't know about you. But I'm telling you this day. This moment. That Christians beware remember the Laodicean time is marked by a people who Yeshua Jesus describes to John as prevailing assaulting unprotected people because he says they are blind poor miserable wretched naked in need of eyesalve, in need of the white raiment. They're not even aware of it. Christians have fallen into a deep slumber and that slumber is a sleep of death because our God has never given us a spirit of fear. such as we are witnessing today we are having so many problems no people seem to be agreed upon much of anything and everyone is convinced that his way is the right way and God is just someone out there somewhere that they never see They have never met him and know nothing about him. But that God warned us that in the same book of Timothy that we're reading right here, that he's going to have a people of war. It is not the passive people that we're looking at that are representative of God. Let me clarify that. I'm not saying that God's people go out as fanatics and start beating, shooting, and behaving as if they have no sense at all. I'm speaking of those persons that within themselves, they know who they are in God. Because God's son said to us that he is in his Father and his father in him. He said, I am in you, you are in me. We are some powerful people as Christians, yet we're behaving as docile and as stupid as ever, accepting the things of the devil instead of rejecting them. If somebody tells you to run, they don't even question why they should run. We run as if we are cattle of cows that just heard bullets and you're stampeding the place not with the gospel of Jesus Christ but with nonsense I'm going to deal with that in future episodes if you care to listen I say again to you that God is going to have a people in these end times a people of war these people Will be holy people, totally committed people, empowered with God's strength, inner strength in their inner man. And externally, they're not hung up on painting up their bodies and external looks because God is interested in our spirit, in our heart, in our soul. We are entering and we are within the limits. Dynamic, volatile, crucial period of time. On one hand, we see apostasy. Some speaking nonsense and pretending to lead millions of people who will not speak up. People who depend on the media for everything. They won't pick up a book and especially the Bible. There are people in this world who would stampede to see and touch a Bible because they are prohibited from even doing that. We don't stand up for anything in this environment from which I'm speaking. Right here in this continent. On the one causing many people this type of foolish behavior to become Lukewarm people, uncommitted Christians. On one hand, God is about to loose a personal revival of his Holy Spirit into the hearts of those people who are willing to be totally his people. And just as John the Baptist Was called as a prophet to pave the way for the Son of God to come. We are being called of God to pave the way through revelation and spiritual warfare for the Son's, His Son's return. Remember, although Christ Jesus won the keys of hell. And death away from that wicked devil known as Satan. The complete fulfillment of all that he won still has to be manifested on the earth. This earth that belongs to our Father. Remember that He, our Father, is sitting with His Son in heaven looking over the things below. Enemies should be made a footstool. Right now, the work of God will accomplish this. God is about to build you up in Him and about to endow you with the power. Counsel and knowledge of Yeshua, Jesus, his son, so that you will be equipped to take back by force from that wicked arch enemy, that which has been stolen from the kingdom of God Almighty. But a church that is in slumber, falling asleep, The strategy of apathy is what Satan has an umbrella over the church right now, is I don't give a darn behavior. I don't see Jesus. I keep hearing all this stuff about Jesus. I hear about go pray and I heard put on the whole armor. We're going to talk about this because we cannot have people going around saying, I'm a Christian. And you're filled with fear. You're filled with everything but the love of God and the faith of Jesus Christ. Now this slumbering church that has fallen asleep. The enemy is using his subtle strategy right now of keeping everybody slumbering, bickering, and fighting each other not really looking at the source of it all. Satan has caused Christians to fall into this slumber of what I call death. It is deadly to be asleep spiritually blind in times like these. In this dangerous position, people are spiritually slumbering and unable to hear the voice of the Lord's Holy Spirit speaking to them. They are unaware of the movements of the enemy in our lives. They have a false sense of security concerning their own spiritual condition. Some believe they have it made Because they have the most money to give to the church. I say take a look in the mirror and listen to the word of the Lord today given to you by his servant. They are unaware of the lateness of the hour or the impending danger around us day by day as different people try to make their way into where we are so that they can destroy. This nonsense about parties, God never invited you. He never invited me, nor has he attended any parties. Theocracy is a government of God. Everything else is temporary. I warn you today, seek the living God. The church is so filled with Christians who are slumbering spiritually, going to church regularly, not giving, but paying tithes and working in the church but unaware of what is happening in the spiritual realm. They cannot recognize the signs of the times. Laodicea, the Laodicean period tells us, this group is blind, miserable, wretched, doesn't matter how much money or wealth they think they have, God says you are poor and He will spew you out of His mouth for being lukewarm when it comes to His word. Now, God's message to those who find themselves in this slumber of death He's asking, Why are you sleeping? Rise up whoever you are listening, rise and pray so that you do not enter into temptation. And in his messages to those seven church peers in Revelation, he said that these conditions would remain. Remember, we spoke about them. In the scriptures, spiritually dead, almost I do not need lukewarm people, says the Lord. My church, it's time to remove your mask. Take your mask off. You're blind enough. We have fallen into the devil's snare. People, we have fallen asleep. People have so much fear. Government control. You can't do this and you can't do that. But when we get to the point where the people of the Church of the Living God, who is our healer, will not stand up and fight for the right to go before our God in prayer. To for our brothers, our sisters, our family that we are not caught up in going to hell that's prepared for Lucifer. We have fallen in a deep slumber. I am warning again today that the enemy, the arch enemy's strategy right now is to divert our eyes from the true goals of the living God by causing us to be under his apathy, calling for us to stay asleep. You could just wave that banana leaf up and down and you could lie in your little tree house all things well and good for you, it is only for a time. If we are truly aware of the lateness of the hour, if we truly believe that Jesus is coming soon again, many of the priorities that we have right now will change. Our major concern will no longer be the cares of this life, our own desires and goals. The care would be to prepare ourselves for the coming of the Lord and winning every soul available for the kingdom of God. We plunder those that are hell bound in order to populate heaven. I'm saying to you today that there are three major battlegrounds. The main one from the wicked enemy is to gain control of our minds where we walk and talk like the devil instead of for our God. He's at war to take over the church. We have multiple denominations already and everybody is claiming his church is the wonderful and the only church. Watch your words. Watch your walk. Walk with the Lord. And up in the heavenlies where he warns us spiritual wickedness abounds all battlegrounds are spiritual battlegrounds and in those battles are strong spirits that will work day and night in spiritual warfare ready to steal kill and destroy anything good including you including me. Where are you in this today? What can you do about this today? Why should you care about this at all? I speak to you from the heart today and in love this one thing. Without God, you can do nothing. Without God, you will surely fail. Without God, you're like a ship without a sail. I say, turn your eyes upon Jesus. Get on your knees in prayer and ask God's forgiveness. He said, repent. That's what you need to do, first of all. Repent, have a blessed day, have a blessed life. That's much better after listening to this word than it was earlier today. May God bless and keep your family. Father, I ask that you open the eyes of your children. Let them see that this word came straight from your Bible. They did not come from me and I have been willing I have been obedient in this word, and I thank you, Lord, for your favor. In Yeshua's holy name, I do pray. Thank you.